Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe Pitcher Free Throws because they're free. Fisher Tosopolis, DJ Nikki Snacks, Crider, Daily Stripe, Wednesday, April 26th. We've left the realm of April 25th. It is 2023, the day before the NFL draft. So it is only fitting we have our dear friend. We've been giving him a lot of crap all uh-huh. week, saying it is his special day, uh-huh. which it is tomorrow. Joe DeLeon, the resident draft expert, future Mel Kuyper. Look, he's got the glass. He's been eating pumpkin pie. How excited are you? Are you is this? How do you feel about this draft? For, class? Forget all about that for a second. I, I I heard the shot that you guys took at me on when? the Monday show that you're like, oh, he's got all these important guest spots that he's got to get to. He couldn't come on the show on Monday. It's true. You guys got to book me. Go through Cam. You can book me. That's how <laughs> you, you want to have me on. Yeah, it seems like we me. didn't need to go through Cam. You're here. You check yeah, my schedule, yeah, yeah. dude. You <laughs> can book these nuts. Don't call to have Cam a, cameo <laughs> enough. Yeah, honestly. exactly. Basically, this is very true. Uh, we had you on last year for this game. I was yes. uh, swiftly reminded. What we do, it's our tradition. We do a mock draft game. Okay, so we go down the line. I'll have the first pick, toss the second, Joe the third, Nick the fourth, back to me for the fifth. We don't own the teams. We just own the picks. So hypothetically. It won't happen, but if I have the number one overall pick and it's fitting, it can't just be like, all right, one team's trading like the Niners who don't have a pick in the first two rounds are trading all the way to the first overall pick. That's not realistic. But if I want to trade the pick, I can do that. No one can say anything. That's just how I see the third pick going. It's basically predicting. Now, I have the first pick, toss second, Joe, you third, Nick, fourth, back to me for fifth. The way we do it, Nick will pick for the Chargers. It's his team. Joe, you'll pick for the Giants. That's your team. Toss the Cowboys and me the Patriots, even if it doesn't fit the model. Okay. You take those picks. Cool. Okay? Before we get into everything, I do want to throw out, and Joe, because you're a resident draft expert, yeah. some things I've been hearing, and you could give me a quick true or false yes or no. Bryce Young is a lock to go first overall. Uh, 99%, I would say true. Okay. The Houston Texans are settling between Tyree Wilson and Will Anderson Jr., leaning more Will Anderson Jr. due to medicals of Tyree Wilson. First part true, second part incorrect. I believe that there is more of a realistic chance that that is Tyree Wilson. Okay, Cardinals. They're looking to move out. We all know that. If they don't move out, they will obviously not take a quarterback. They have Kyler Murray on the books. Mm -hmm. They may pass on whatever edge is available between Will Anderson Jr. and Tyree Wilson and go off into tackle out, particularly Paris Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. That one I'm lukewarm on. I okay. think I think realistically that's gonna that's gonna be one of the the edge guys. Okay, couple more for you. C.J. Stroud's gonna fall. I don't like that question because I've gotten I've gotten asked that a lot. I just think that there's so much volatility in where these guys are gonna go. So there is a wide range where they could have ended up going. I just think that the public perception was so all in on him being the first overall pick, and now that that's changed. He doesn't fit a lot of the offensive schemes and the needs and the desires of these teams picking where they are. So I, I don't think he's going to fall. I think he's just going to land realistically where his best destination is going to be. If that's at 12, that might be at 12. Okay. Broader draft question. 
are we going to go through this same conversation cycle going forward for the next five years if there's more than two quarterback prospects that can go in the first round where everyone just gets way too overhyped and says they're going to go in the first seven picks and then we end up being realistic and rational about it and more importantly the media side of it gets taken away and the teams we remember that they're actually the ones that make mm-hmm. the decisions and guys aren't going to be i just feel like this yeah. is this has happened the last like three years and it's a little like to me pre-draft it's a little nauseating because it's like this isn't what happens so why are we talking like this is going to happen because we know when push comes to shove the teams are going to pick the players that fit for their scheme for their coaching staff, mm-hmm. for the personnel that they already have. And <clears throat> there's only a certain amount of, you know, open and available starting quarterback slots in the NFL. I think just like that 2017 draft, there's just no guy. There's no, this is the guy. It, there's no Trevor Lawrence. There's no Joe Burrow. So usually there is a little bit of that debate, but I think because there is no clear cut, this guy has to go first overall. It's vastly impacting what our expectations are and what mm. the reality actually is going to be. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. How many guys are capable of going in the first round? I know quarterbacks. No, I'm saying there's 31 picks in the first round. Obviously, one of the teams, the Dolphins, have forfeited their first round pick. How many guys could you conceivably go- see go in the first round? Like what's 45? The okay. I think that the back end of the first round, especially once we get to like 15, a lot of guys that I've got top 50 pick grades on that might be second round picks in other draft classes. This is not a very top heavy draft. The two tackles, one from Oklahoma, Syracuse, both can Matt Bergeron, Anton Harrison. I don't think either of them go in the first round. Okay. What about the two defenders from Michigan? Uh, Mozzie Smith and, and, and Turner. And DJ Turner. I don't think either of them go in the first round either. Okay. Manuel Forbes, cornerback from Mississippi State. I, I think he sneaks in. I think there's a little bit of a weird buzz on him because he's just so thin. He's like 170 pounds, but. The guy's a good football player, but if we're being realistic with those size concerns, as we've talked about with all these guys that have size concerns, it might hurt him, um, especially with some other guys being a little bit more talented and more ready to play right now, but possibly a late first rounder. Okay, last before we get into the game. How many QBs go in the first round? Four and a half. Boo. Pick. Four. Okay. How many running backs go in the first round? Two. How many tight ends? Two. Okay. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. Wait, I one last question. Go for okay. it. Of most, just generalizing here, people make their prospect uh, rankings lists. Is there a guy that has generally been fifty plus on people's list that you think is a lock for the first round? If you were to pick uh, one guy, I'm going to make you pick a guy that will go in the first round. Yeah, I. Man, that's a tough, tough question. Because like, if the question was somebody who's who I would take in the first round, it's a little bit different. But who will go in the first round? I think the one that I keep saying is like a possible sneak in is Jonathan Mingo from Old Miss. I don't see it. I think that there's not a lot of big guys. There's not a lot Wide of big receiver. receivers. Yeah, okay. there's not a lot of big receivers. So he, if somebody does sneak in, it's gonna be it's gonna be him. Okay. Last question. I, yeah. What are you gonna do after your big weekend? I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> That's very you fair. Go to Disneyland. No, I hate Disneyland. Go to a nice dinner. Go mm. to Chow. S- sleep. That's uh, I've. Just need to go to bed. That's nope. the that's the key thing. All right, get some rest, Joe. Well, the, yeah. you know the the clock is ticking. You're less than C- CBS's hours. draft uh, prospect ranking has Mingo 
at 124. So yeah, I don't. I'm not in on him. I think that some people yeah, propped, yeah, him, yeah. propped him up. In we, the NFL. We've seen that happen with receivers for sure. Yeah, a lot, a lot of times, times the NFL can get goofy with with like, oh, this guy's big and strong, and then right. he doesn't doesn't do anything. I mean, the Ole Miss receivers have been pretty subpar coming out the NFL. Just saying. All right, here we go. Carolina Panthers on the clock. I won't deviate from what I think will happen. I think you're right. It is a 99% chance they take Bryce Young. So I will select with the first overall pick, Bryce Young out of Alabama, quarterback to the Carolina Panthers. Toss, you're on the clock with the Houston Texans. Awesome. Yeah, I know we were just talking about, you know, picking between Will Anderson Jr. and Tyree Tyree Wilson, um, but I cannot pick a Red Raider and I will pick <laughs> Will Anderson Jr. Um, but it's it's exciting that, that that guy has, Tyree Wilson has, just flown up boards and i think if he if he hadn't have played at texas tech like i think there's this conception and we talk with our, our buddy blake Rafino about it all the time just how the big the big 12 is devoid of talent in a way that the sec is not i think if this guy was playing on an sec team i think that decision that i just made might have been different and i think we might be even the conversations that we've now come around to on him would have happened a lot earlier if you were playing on a team like mississippi state or auburn or florida um, in my opinion, let alone LSU or Alabama, right? Joe, Cardinals. Said Will Anderson, yeah. So Will, Will Anderson, Anderson okay. to the Will Texans. Edge. Not so fast yeah. on the Cardinals. We've got a trade already. Oh you wow! Make some trades. You like can this, do this, it. This pick's going to be traded. I want the Tennessee Titans to move up to this number three spot. Forget nice. compensation. We'll we'll figure that out after the draft. But I feel if they're going to make this move, they're going to move up to this number three spot. They're going to go get their guy of the future. Their guy of the future, who I don't think is going to be a very good NFL quarterback. A guy who I also has have as my fourth-ranked quarterback, but the NFL is stupidly higher on him. Will Levis from Kentucky will be a Tennessee Titan at the third overall pick. Big, strong guy, huge arm, good athlete, good runner. Kind of fits that mean, gritty feel that you get with Mike Rabel. I think he's the guy. Well, I don't have PFF unlocked for the uh, trade, so I can't make it on my computer. I got you here, Nick. You're cool. Good. Great. Um, I'm going to go with Anthony Richardson for the Colts. I think wow. Okay. Time. Richardson, good quarterback. For a long time. Um, I just look at who's the new coach there, right? Shane Steichen. And, you know, he was a guy who had a crucial role into making Jalen Hurts the player he is now. And I think a lot of people were sliding Jalen Hurts when he was drafted originally, right? He fell to the second round, and people were, you know, sold on him being a starting quarterback. You know, they weren't super impressed with his arm talent, and he was just an athletic player. And it's kind of a lot of the same comparisons that we're drawing with Anthony Richardson, and I would even go as much as say that he's more athletic. Um, he's tested better than any other quarterback in the last 10 years, right? They were comparing him to Cam Newton. So, um, you know, if they get the right guy in the building and Shane Steichen wants to develop this kid, then he could have a lot of success here in Indy. All right, Anthony Richardson. So to recap the first four picks, Young, Anderson Jr., back-to-back Bama. Titans move up to get Will Levis. Anthony Richardson follows two SEC quarterbacks. Three have been taken in the first four picks. Seattle Seahawks are at the five. This is not their pick. This is the Denver Broncos pick that they got in what was a ripoff as of now with the Russell Wilson trade. Look, they could go C.J. Stroud here. They could take a quarterback to groom behind Geno Smith. They just paid him. They are a win-now mode team, in my opinion, in a very weaker NFC. Mm-hmm. There was a guy on the board who has had several off-the-field issues, but by and large, from everyone we've heard, I think he's your number one player, Joe. Yeah, I, won't veer away. I won't veer away from that. I think they go defensive tackle, two-time national championship winner, Jalen Carter out of the University of Georgia. Wow. That's scary. That's all I got to say, man. 
the fact that we're letting this happen, it's scary. Yeah. Detroit Lions, team of the future. <laughs> do you, can I just, because it's been such a contentious conversation sure. around Jalen Carter, do you think that's feasible in this draft for them to go and draft him? That's what I've said this whole time is that, and it's one of the top things I've been asked. I've been asked a lot about CJ Stroud and a lot about Jalen Carter. And, and my thoughts here are that a team like the Seahawks, the Lions, or the Eagles that have an infrastructure, a winning culture built in, a coaching staff that's been there for a few years, they can take that risk of a guy that has those off-the-field concerns, maturity issues, bring him into a locker room that's got mature players, and he needs that structure to become better. Yeah, I think if he goes to a bad football team, that's going to hurt him, and he's going to be in a situation where he's not going to it's going to be harder to control his actions. So. I mean, and Pete Carroll has dealt with right. every single different type of personality that in any Marshawn NFL Lynch. guy can have. Yeah. <laughs> And also, his big troubles have been in Athens, Georgia. And I can't think of a farther place yeah. than Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> I, I keep, and also, I'm probably going to piss people off, but Seattle sucks. Like, what's there to do in Seattle? I'm sure that it's raining. Seattle is a great city. It's bro. raining all that the time. It'll be, it'll be harder rain for, it'll be it'll harder for him to get. Bro. Have you been to Seattle? Really Seattle? I have no Seattle. aspiration to ever go to Seattle. It is a very fun place. Okay, Nick, who has been? That's a bad take. I'm sure Jalen Carter take. would not agree. <laughs> okay, Toss, you're up. Detroit Lions. Yeah, I'm just, um, I mean, it's, they have a good offensive line. Yep. It's, it's tough not to just take, Skaronsky here because I, he's just just for where you're getting him in the value, um, in my opinion. But I'm I'm gonna zag and I'm gonna pick. We talked about him before, Texas Tech Tyree Wilson. I think pairing sure. him opposite of Aiden Hutchinson um, is going to be trouble for the rest of the NFC North offenses. And they're if they if they have those two guys on the outside putting together a really really solid defense. When we talked to cornerback Jerry Jacobs at the Super Bowl, what did he say? Defense, defense, defense. Keep yep. building the defense. Just keep doing it. I don't think they have any problems on offense. I mean, yes, yeah. you'd argue that they can add a, an offensive lineman to, to keep the quarterback healthy and give him more time to get to his weapons. But, man, I mean, there, there's something to be said about building a, a stout defense in that division, at least. I, I've also noticed if you don't take a defensive player in a mock draft for the Lions, Lions fans get really upset. So good, good job on nice, that. Nice, nice. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> you're in the good graces. Um, All right, Joe, okay. you're seven with the Raiders. Yeah. Not so fast. We've got another trade. Oh, Give me the Joe. Minnesota Vikings moving up to number seven. Wow. To get C.J. Stroud. Look, if he falls this far, he falls to seven, and there's been outlook that – the Raiders might not take a quarterback, and it makes sense. Josh McDaniels doesn't have the greatest track record with younger guys. I know that Mac Jones did well in his first year, but he went and get, got Jimmy Garoppolo for a reason. He's going to want to see if he can get things rolling with him. Jimmy G's career is not over. The guy's not 40. I believe he's in his early 30s. There's plenty of time. Like 32? Yeah, there's, there's plenty of time to resurrect that and, and get good production out of him, and I think that Josh McDaniels doesn't want to go down that path. So the Minnesota Vikings have expressed interest in maybe taking a quarterback, I think that they move all the way up there. They're taking C.J. Stroud. That is a fall the top steep 10. jump. It's happened before. And it's happened before, but that is a steep jump. The Raiders are going to get a bevy of picks. Yeah, absolutely. I don't hate it. All right, Nick, number eight. Come the on, Atlanta Falcons. The shout I, know, I was just their, looking to see where he was. The shout-out to their families. The shout-out to their family pick. Yes, that is correct. Um, it's hard because I think if, if C.J. was going to be there, then they might have won and taken him. Yeah. Um, but now he's not there, and our top quarterbacks are off the board for the most part. Um, I'm going to go with the best available, in my opinion, and I think they also wanted to beef up their defense a little bit more as well and take Devin Witherspoon. Nice. Um, they added Okuda this year 
um, a guy that was taken the first round a couple of years ago, but you know, that's not going to be a guy that's going to be cornerback one for you in their opinion. So maybe they go out and try to keep building and see if they can sharpen iron with iron. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. Chicago bears on the clock. They were the number one pick. They trade out. They get a bevy of picks in the Panthers and they get DJ Moore. Typically I'd want to go wide receiver, but now they have more. They have Mooney. They have Claypool. They've surrounded uh, Justin Fields. They've, Committed to Justin Fields. They brought Deontay Foreman, former Texas running back. So as Bijan could be tempting here, I think they could wait and get a Devin Achain later at a Texas A&M in the next round or maybe further. Zach Charbonnet, uh, Sean Tucker, who you've said you've liked from Syracuse. Yep. They can beef up the running back room later in the draft. Right now, they need to beef up the offensive line and protect C.J. Stroud. Skronsky is on the board. Northwestern guy keeping Chicago. Pete Skronsky, tackle Northwestern Chicago Bears. Can't go wrong. All right. Okay, this is um, I'm in an interesting position here with the Eagles because yep. I feel like a lot of the guys that if had been available would feel like locks for them are not there. Um, I could go DB, go for you know a guy like Christian Gonzalez, but I'm actually I'm actually um, gonna beef up their defensive line and I'm gonna take Lucas Van Ness mm. uh, out of Iowa. They lost Jerron Hargraves. Um, to the 49ers, and I think they could use just some extra support. Interior defensive linemen um, are few and far between, mm-hmm. at least the top-tier talent in this um, this draft class. So that that really is their true need, right, especially with Fletcher Cox signing that one-year deal. He's going to retire soon. So I think in an ideal world, if Jalen Carter was there, like that's an auto-lock pick for them. Right. Um, but I like him on the outside for them. And yeah, that's where I'm gonna go. Lucas Vaness out of Iowa right. for the Eagles. Can't complain with that. It's funny how things work out that I traded a pick that I also own. So Tennessee, no, no, not Tennessee Titans. It's now the Cardinals yep. here picking at three. And look, there's that speculation as you asked me earlier that they go offensive line and they didn't miss out on an offensive lineman. There's good offensive linemen yep. in this class. Paris Johnson is on the board. Run up to the podium. Run up to the pro- podium. Sprint up to the podium. Go get Paris Johnson Jr., who the most athletic tackle in the class. A lot of length, moves really, really well. Protect Kyler at all costs. Paris Johnson is the pick. All right. Nick, you're up with the Texans. Texans didn't take a quarterback, and I don't think they're going to take a quarterback. Uh, They're going to continue to build the offense, and I think they're going to stink next year or this year, so they're going to end up getting that pick to maybe get their quarterback next year, maybe Caleb Williams or or Drake May. Mm -hmm. Um, But build the offense. Go get the best receiver available. Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. Nice. Texas boy, keep him in Texas. Texas kid, keep him in Texas. Can't complain with that pick. Toss, I'll give you the Packers, and then I, I'll take the Patriots. Yeah, I had a, I had a feeling you were going to do that. Nice. Um, the Packers have, again, I mentioned Christian Gonzalez already. Sorry, I, mi- I missed your pick. What was it? No, I, I'm moving. He's trading. Oh, no, so I'm not trading. He's just swapping picks because yeah. the Pats are next. Take the, Pats are next, so Toss going to take the Packers. I'm going to take the Packers. So still some good DBs, I would say, available and on the board. But um, as you know, as we know the rosters of these teams, the Packers actually have a really good defensive backfield. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily a need for them, in my opinion. Um, but they need to figure out what they have with Bryce Love, and I think this is maybe a position where Joe, Jordan correct me Love. if I'm wrong. Um, sorry, what did I say? Bryce Love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. running back, running back. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan yeah, Love. Yeah. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> That's a good uh, uh, TVT. <laughs> no, no, no. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> keep me honest. I. I this might be a bit of a reach, but I think you have to you have to protect this guy as much as you can. Um, so I actually I'm gonna have them 
picking Broderick Jones. I don't mm-hmm. think that's a reach. I think okay. it's a good pick. Bringing in an offensive lineman. I think that's a really good pick, and I think that's a really unfortunate. Not enough tackles have been brought up for the Packers. It's all weapons. I, I, I think that's a good that's a good foresight there. I'm a I'm a little frustrated that I did that. Yeah, because that's what that was who I was eyeing for the New England Patriots. Dude, come on, there's another big boy on the board. I know there's another big boy on the board, and I'm all Vols, baby. I'm all Vols. <laughs> I'm all Jalen Hyatt. I'm all Tillman. I'm all Hendon Hooker. I'm all Darnell Wright for the my New England Patriots. Look, we have Trent Brown, Riley Reif. I mean, it's a bunch of guys that have been cycled around the NFL, and I think we missed out on Isaiah Wynn a couple years ago. We're going out trying to strike gold again on the offensive line. We had hit before with Mankins. We had hit before with Nate Solder. I think Darnell Wright is a guy that could go as high as nine. He could be the first tackle taken off the board. So I'm going to give him to my New England Patriots at 14. Was that who you were going with, Joe? No, no, no. So now we're I'm back on the board with the Jets here at 15. Right. Oh, man. Aaron Rodgers is one complicated individual to appease. So... I think that they missed out on possibly getting one of the receivers that are worthy of being taken here with Jackson Smith and Jigba off the board. Get them a weapon, though. Like, who's their starting tight end? I can't even sit here and tell you who the Jets' starting tight end is. Isn't it? Is it uh, Uzama? Uzama? CJ Uzama? Uzama and then um, Conklin. Let's Conklin, who actually had he, – he gets banged up, but he had, he had a pretty decent year. Let's get him a nice – Dump off weapon, a nice, easy, consistent weapon. Michael Mayer, no okay. tight end. Look, if we're talking about who's the most ready to contribute right now, that's what the key is for trying to, again, appease an individual like Aaron Rodgers. You need someone who's going to play right now and contribute right away. If you take another defensive player, I'm sure he'd lose his damn mind. So give me Michael Mayer. He is going to be really impactful right off the bat, and then maybe for the next couple of years until Aaron Rodgers retires. Nick, very peculiar team on the board for you right now. I don't hate that picture. I actually kind of like it a lot. I think he'd be great in New York. Very peculiar team on the board. Commanders? Commanders. One rumor mm-hmm. I did not address at the start. Chase Young, available, apparently. They're not picking up his fifth-year option. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I think they continue to build defense here. Okay. Um, you know, if someone falls to them later on, maybe they'll go take some offensive guys, but... Um, you know, I think they want to build the secondary, and I like Joey Porter Jr. Ooh, nice. Jumping Banks, jumping Christian Gonzalez. My second man. corner, so I'm, I'm, I'm in support of that move. You're in support of that move. Yeah. It's your second corner. Okay, yeah. I don't hate it. Now, I do want to bring up one thing about the commanders. You talked about the Houston Texans waiting next year to take Caleb Williams or Drake May. Caleb Williams could be one of those guys that you would discuss before being you have to take this guy with the first overall pick. One thing, and I brought up Chase Young, I think the commanders could be doing is trading Chase Young for maybe a second. We saw the conditional pick be used with Aaron Rodgers. We've seen it being used more and more. Second conditional first if he plays a certain percentage of snaps. The commanders could also move back. I don't. I do think they're going to continue to build the defense and try to acquire as many picks for the future to go up and get Caleb Williams or Drake May when the time comes next year. They're too far back at 16 to get one of these guys. Uh, but I like the Joey Porter Jr. pick. I mean, Joey Porter Sr. was an absolute animal, and I think Joey Porter Jr. would have been in play for my next pick with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, Pittsburgh on the clock. Tackles are off the board. Very precarious situation. We talked about Harrison. We talked about Bergeron not being first-round picks. I don't think the Steelers need to reach. I think they missed out, and it's been yeah. rumored that they could trade up, but they didn't trade up in our, mark, our mock draft. 
I think they go with their best corner on the board and continue to build that defense a little bit, shore up and get some depth. I think to take Christian Gonzalez over here and bring him to Pittsburgh and what could be a somewhat of a surprising pick. I don't, I mean, I think that's one of those picks where it happens and we're like, of course, of course the Pittsburgh Steelers are getting this guy that could have been a top 10 pick, right? And Long, fast. Yeah. And, and then he just turns into an absolute beast yeah. with this team. Totally. Um, okay, who I've I've got the Bucks, right? You have the Lions. Again, to pick eighteen. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I picked Tyree Wilson with that, the first pick that I had with them, right? To go opposite of Aiden Hutchinson. Um, I think. So w- w- just remind me again what what so Witherspoon's off the board. Porter Jr. is off the board, and now Gonzalez, Gonzalez is, is off, off the, the board. board. Correct. Okay. I'm enticed here to talk it out, dude. Grab a weapon. I love the stalling for them. No, I'm just I'm. I saw he had, he had the Bucks. I, I thought I had the Bucks <laughs> because PFF doesn't have the Lions' 18th pick listed. So just throwing that out there for anyone who's a PFF user or uh, an employee of PFF. Um. <laughs> I do well I'm just thinking about whether or not like with everything that just happened with Jameson Williams and Dan Campbell's his I, I, w- I would imagine he has somewhat of a, a short fuse on off the field issues for some of these guys um, if that's a quick pivot in a situation where they want to bring in a really really talented wide receiver to this team um, I'm not going to do that but I'm just saying that out loud that I'm considering it okay I'm going to take – I really think they need defensive backfield help and just in, in, the, in what you just did for the Steelers. I'm going to do the same thing for them. Um, I just got to find my guy that I'm taking right now. And I'm, I'm actually – but rather rather than a, a cornerback, I'm going to take a safety. I'm going to take Brian Branch. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Wow. I like Branch. Safeties don't get taken enough in the first round sometimes. And I feel like this is – where are we, 18? Yeah. I think it's right around the right spot. where Safety if, range. If he's the guy that you really like, okay, you're, you're not going to get highly critiqued for, for taking that pick. Yes. They don't get taken in the first round a lot, but when they do, they normally hit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Who the Ravens take last year? Carl Hamilton. And he was great. He was great. Dude, not because where he went taken. College. That's for oh, sure. Javon Holland was the first safety taken a couple years ago, not in the first round. And he was awesome. He's been awesome for the Dolphins. So safeties. Yep. If you get a good one, it's massive. Joe, one of the Buccaneers. Wildly interesting team. Yeah, this team is uh, a mess to figure out, frankly. And you know what? I, I think for them to sit where they are, and Hendon Hooker to still be on the board, I, I don't think that Baker Mayfield's a long-term answer. If if somebody's gonna take a chance on Hendon Hooker to bring in competition, I think that it's going to be the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So give me Hendon Hooker, Tennessee quarterback, here in 19. I like that. Well, I was going to take the Seahawks and give Nick the Chargers. I was going to say that to you as well. There you go. And I was going to take, the Hen- I was going to take Hendon Hooker for the Seattle Seahawks. So that leaves me with a lot open. Uh, full board, we have Jalen Carter in the mix, plugging him in there. Um, you know, you've, they brought Bobby Wagner back. Their corner, their defense, Jamal Adams is coming back. They've done a good job drafting on the offensive line. So Osiris Torrance is somebody that I would consider for the Seattle Seahawks here. Get another guard across Damian Lewis. Um, But I'm really intrigued about 
continuing to build their defense. Now, it's do I want to go with Nolan Smith, speedy edge guy who I think, you know, they run a 3-4, but I think he could play that outside linebacker spot, or do I continue to help build their defensive backfield and recreate the legion of boom? You have Tyreek Willen, who's a long corner. We discussed the guy who's a bit slight, but has been one of the best corners in the SEC, and if he could put on a bit more weight and play with that weight, I think he could be a massive impact player for the Seattle Seahawks. So Emmanuel Forbes, a guy we discussed sneaking into the first round, I'm Ooh. going to have him pick 20 to the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Mississippi Look, State, right? Mississippi State? Yeah. Mississippi State. I mean, he's an out. Blake Carroll, loves uh, him. Outside the box. I like him too. Seattle Seahawks. Pick 20. Nick, Chargers, 21 Chargers. on the board. There you go. All right, who do, who are we thinking we're taking here? Uh, Any guesses? Bijan. Any guesses? Bijan. Bijan Robinson, you are a Los Angeles Charger. There you um, go. And we didn't even have to milk it or anything. We we really didn't. I mean, at the end of the day, like the biggest problem the Chargers have had year after year is running the ball. Austin Eckler is a phenomenal player, but he's not a true running back one. He's he's a gadget, right? He's a a pass catching back. He honestly set the franchise record for receptions in a season, not by a running back, by any player. And that tells you something. They want to get him the ball as much as possible, but they can't do it between the tackles. So go out and get the guy who can do that between the tackles and spell them for one season because it's going to end up looking like Austin Eckler is going to walk after the season because they're not going to pay him what he wants. Mm. They're already looking for a trade. If they don't trade him already, um, Bijan's the guy here. Yeah, that alleviates so much pressure in the consideration of re-signing Eckler. Right, and they just brought in um, Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator. I would not be surprised if he wants to get that run game going again, which he had going in Dallas. Yeah. Love the pick. Love Fell to him. Toss, we'll go back to you with the Ravens, Joe. Raiders, Nick, you'll take the Jags, and then we'll swap. Okay. Oh, well, there's a lot of swapping going around. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have the Ravens at the 22nd pick. And uh, I am here to appease Senor SpongeBob meme, and I'm going to take a wide receiver. By that, I mean Lamar Jackson, who posted. Did y'all not see this like uh, en enigmatic like SpongeBob meme that he posted? And everyone's no. like, "What's going on? What does it mean?" It was literally just like they could still be traded. I wouldn't be surprised. Sh sure, sure. Um, it gave nothing away, so I think like people are just like in absolute going nuts for no reason. Chaos. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think you know they. They go, they get OBJ, right? OBJ's what? He's like six foot? Yep. Six foot? Yeah, wow. good, good speed. I am going want to some size. take a wide receiver for them and wide receiver with size. Same conference as B. John Robinson, yep. a guy that we watched a lot of at TCU. Dominated. Quinn Johnson. I think Johnston. I think he's just a, a great talent. I think his speed is underrated. I think he made clutch plays. Um, that allowed this team that was quarterbacked by, by Max Duggan at TCU to get to the college football um, playoff, get through the college football playoff and play Georgia, and they got absolutely railroaded. But I think he fits better with this Ravens team and the personnel they already have than a guy like JSN, um, and he also is not coming off a major injury. And if there's one thing that the Ravens don't want to do, it's get more guys that are privy to getting injured all the time. So Look, they're picking Quentin Johnson. I'm not so sure that... Lamar has ever had a receiver on his team that is 6'3 or taller. De Devin Duvernay, Rashad Bateman's true. only 6'1. Uh, Hollywood Brown, small receiver. Oh, we just talked about OBJ. He's six foot. I know. think I think in the in the red area, where you have Lamar who has the legs, and we have Mark Andrews and Quentin Johnston, that's dangerous. My my only thing with Quentin Johnston 
is yes, he's a bigger receiver, but he doesn't play like a bigger receiver. That's my only like pause on, on wanting to say that like this is a great pick because he plays like he's six foot five eleven, where he's he's fast, he's a vertical guy, doesn't run a diverse route tree, uh, doesn't win in one on one situations, isn't really much of a jump ball threat uh, in contested spots. But it's a good pick. You know, they need a receiver. I think he's got, he's go got great hands. Uh, more importantly, the distinction for me between him and Jackson Smith is that Jackson Smith is coming off of a major injury. And yeah, I just don't know what that's going to look like in the first two years of his career. And when you have a guy like Lamar Jackson, who you want to appease right now, for, sure. for me, it, it that was the easier pick. And I know I'm not even mentioning Addison, but um, I just didn't. I don't know. There's something about it him. It makes that, more sense, though. Yeah. I, I do kind of like Quentin Johnson there. Who, who's at 22? Well, that was that, that was, was the Ravens. Ravens. So now you're at 23 with the Raiders. Uh, man, the Raiders. Who did they take the first? Oh, I traded them Trade. back. Okay, so they're now here at 22. They missed out on on the offensive lineman. I, uh, you know, let's go with the cornerback. I think that their defense has been pretty weak. Weak. Deontay Banks from Maryland Speed. is very fast, very fluid, has some technical refinement that needs to happen. Uh, but I love Deontay Banks here from from Maryland. I think would be a you know, a, a great pick for the Raiders. And they've had so many problems with getting the right guy, man. And it's taken them so long to get the right corner. But throw them into the mix. Okay. Bolster the defense. Cool. I, I don't hit it at all. Jags, Nikolai. Yep. Okay. I think this is an easy pick for me. Florida boy, Osiris Torrance. Nice. Um, you know, the Jags are a team that have obviously been on the rise. And when you have a young quarterback, um, the best thing you can do is keep him healthy, right? And, and build the line. Um, and especially the interior side where, you know, it's not their strongest position. Um, so I think that's the no-brainer here, right? Keep building the O-line in Jacksonville and keep the boy in Florida. So we're back up with the Giants, Giants here. Cowboys, and I'll take the Bills. So I've, I've said this multiple times, and a lot of people keep tagging me on this and being a Giants fan. If they don't take a receiver in the first round, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. This is not the best year to go after a receiver, but they're desperate. They have... Probably the worst receiver core, receiving core in the NFL, especially out of the playoff contending teams. Just don't pick Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers from Boston College is my number one receiver. Explosive, quick feet, great route runner, consistent hands, provides a lot of value after the catch. I know it's not great because Sterling Shepard's small and Wondell Robinson is small. And Tiny. you're drafting another small receiver, but... Tiny. This is where I think Jonathan Mingo might just randomly pop into play, and I hope it doesn't happen. I think if they go best available receiver, it is going to be Zay Flowers because he's deserving of being a first-round pick. The only reason I said don't take him is because he's tiny. I but. know. It's like it hurts my head so to try Tyree to wrap Hill. around it, but it's well, – so I'd rather have a good receiver. Right. The, so that's the thing yeah, is that the fine. Chiefs have been successful with all small receivers. I'd rather take – the best receiver than make the move to force a, a Jonathan Mingo or a Cedric Tillman in here where I like Tillman though actually yeah, but, but he's not do, a first rounder I just Smith and Jigba and Addison available Smith and no, so J- yeah he went at 12 12 to the Texans oh, did he yeah and Addison doesn't play big for his size <laughs> keep either up so. when I don't have your board <laughs> yeah. uh, all right yeah. so 26 now well then that I guess that tracks because he's some people might have him as the first receiver taken and, and he's yeah, yeah he's yeah. a third receiver yeah. off the board in our mock. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I'm up with the boys. Um, I am. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Dalton Kincaid mm. out of Utah. Trading a Dalton for a Dalton. Yep. I think that just add another 
really, really good tight end. My favorite tight end in this class. Uh, I watched a decent amount of Utah games this past year, and I think that he just he he comes up with really clutch plays. He's always available to his quarterback. I think having that safety valve for Dak Prescott adds a lot of things. I think I could have taken Jordan Addison and kind of planned for the future a little bit. I was definitely not happy with Michael Gallup's return from injury this past season. Um, there's a lot of different ways. I mean, this Cowboys team is really, really solid from a, just a roster personnel standpoint. So I think anything that you're doing here is just adding to what's already a good thing that you've got mm -hmm. going. Um, but with Schultz leaving, I think this is uh, you know a position group that needs to step up, and I think it helps when you get a first-round talent in there. I will say that if the Raiders were to trade that pick, like you said, to the Vikings and they were to move back, I think that Kincaid would be a good fit for them as well, having moved away from Darren Waller. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I, I didn't even think of that. That's a good point. Cancer. Yeah. That's yeah, very interesting pick for them. I am back on the clock. So we'll, I'll do Buffalo. Nick, you'll do the Bengals. And then I'll go back to Saints, Eagles, and you'll close out the Chiefs. Cool. Joe. Okay. There's a lot of guys I still like on the board, honestly. I like, you know, the Northwestern edge. I like Nolan Smith. I like Kalaja Kansi, Miles Murphy. There's a lot of good defensive linemen still on the board that could pop into the first round. The, but when I look at Buffalo, and I look at the game they lost, it's not like the Bengals put up 45, 30 points in the playoffs. Snowing. Snowing. You'll get Von Miller back. You'll get the safeties back. Tredavious White, another year healthy. They've ha already drafted a bevy of defensive linemen year in and year out. For some reason or another, Diggs and Davis, which should have worked, was not working for Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. They bring in Damian Harrison. They have Jimmy Cooks. They have Naheem Hines. I think their running back room is set. I think they go get a nice possession receiver, good route runner, a guy that could have been the first receiver taken had he stayed at Pittsburgh. I think he got a little clouded at USC. I like Jordan Addison. Uh, I'm going to go with him here in Buffalo. Receiver makes a lot of sense for me for the Bills because I just – you got to get that extra option, man. They, yeah. they, they got two good receivers in Gabe Davis and, and Stephon Diggs, but just that extra little bit of juice is going to help Josh Allen. Again, All right. Davis also gets – he gets banged up too. Yeah. Now I could we now the the, Beng, the Benjis are your second team toss and the Saints are kind of your second team so I could give the option if you want to take the Saints Nick if you want to take the Bengals toss and then I'll take the Eagles and Joe take the Chiefs does that work for everybody or do you want to keep it at I have place? my pick already picked for the Bengals okay knock it out I'll, I'll take I'm the, I, I can take the Saints that's fine okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Darnell Washington here. That would have been my pick as well. Yeah. Love it. Uh, you know, I mean, continue to build that offense with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase right there. I mean, I was tempted to maybe take a running back here, but, you know, I still think that there could be a, a player to trade for Derrick Henry. You know, we'll see what happens there. Um, Joe Mixon, obviously there's questions there, but, you know, I think with a tight end solidifying yourself with three huge weapons in your offense for Joe Burrow to play with, Darnell's a huge guy to add to the team. Um, you know, I think it's not a 1A, 1B thing, but if they had their pick to get Kincaid, maybe they would have taken him. But just continue to to build the offense there. Yeah, I think those guys, and if Mayer ends up dropping, like the Bengals and the Cowboys could go for any yeah. three of those guys. Yeah. Um, and it'd be a good pick, in my opinion. Um, for the Saints, I am going, let me just, Derek Hall is still on the board. Is he still available? Mm -hmm. That dresser? From yes. Auburn? Yeah. That's what I'm going to take for the Saints. Uh, I think they need they need a lot of things, honestly. Um, but I, Cam Jordan will be done at the end of this year on his contract. 
they don't have a second pass rusher right now that I even recognize by name. Um, and I think this They're is Marcus it. Davenport. Yep. The inside. No, they don't. Is he gone? Like That's Vikings. right. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. So. One year, $13 million. Sorry, hope continue. It, uh, hope it works out for him. There you go. Uh, wow. So I'm, I think that's a crazy pass. I'm going to be honest. Was, that's the so most ex- unexpected so one. So you're, you're passing Fine. up Nolan but, Smith and Miles Murphy. Yeah, he is. And but, Will McDonald. I will say it's unexpected, but if we were to pinpoint an unexpected pick to happen, the Saints always do this crap. They yeah. take Peyton Turner. Like, if they're going to take a guy, they always go after these older guys. I think that's very realistic to happen. It's just unexpected because, like, of what Nick just said. Yeah, I mean, there's other guys on the board that are more exciting, but it's Mur- like, Murphy is the obviously like the more exciting of, of the two. Such a Saints pick. Um, but I do like that he's like he's a four-year player, senior, played a lot of football, seen a lot of seen a lot of games. We've seen a lot of tape of this guy. He's a high-character guy, so I feel like that works really, really well for the Saints. And yeah, see how it goes with him there. And I'm also in on it, like being a reach and it not working out. Again, it feels like such a Saints pick. So that you're back up, you're right with the Eagles, and then I'm right, uh, capping us off with the Chiefs. I am back up with the Eagles. I think the Eagles have a lot of options yeah, here. Yeah, they really do. They, they do whatever they want. They can continue to go on the defensive line. They've taken Lucas Van Ness at the ten. I think they could they could still take uh, you know Kalaja Kansi right here. They could take you know they could go with Dewan Jones, one of the tackles, or Anton Harrison, or or Bergeron. They could even go wide receiver or running back. I don't think they do any of that. I think there's a trade kicker. Kicker. I think Stop. <laughs> I think there's a trade. Okay. I think the Indianapolis Colts move back into the first round. That's wild. Four. Right? Four, a wide receiver to pair with Anthony Richardson. I think they don't wait. I think they jump up and get a guy. I think the guy they get, the Bolitnikoff winner, one of my favorite guys in the class, yards after catch, yards per reception, one of the top guy, either the top guy or a top five guy, and all of that in college football. was an absolute beast. I told you I'm riding the Vols, continuing to ride the Vols. Colts move up from 35 to 30. Eagles move back into the second round. Colts with their second first round pick, they take Jalen Hyatt. Add some more juice, man. All right, so that gets me up here, 31 for the Kansas City Chiefs. I hate when good football teams are in a position to just take more good football players. There's a rumor going out there right now that they love Jameer Gibbs, and their receiving core is young, and it's developing, and Isaiah Pancheco was fantastic, but, man, Andy Reid, man, he's just going to get another opportunity here to add another fantastic weapon. And look, some of the funny things I've had with these interviews uh, that I've done on the first team so far, Michael Lombardi and Daniel Jeremiah said a lot of the same things where, don't use the word running back. Use offensive weapon. And I think Jameer Gibbs fits that description perfectly. Yeah. The guy is so explosive. A home run threat every time he touches the football. An amazing receiver. He, to me, is somebody who plays in the backfield. You motion him out into the slot. You line up up in the slot in empty. You can do so many creative things with him. You can have him and Pacheco on the field at the same time. And both of them are good receivers. So give me Jameer Gibbs. And we're going to be just so annoyed watching him have these big plays that he produces for the Kansas City Chiefs on a week-to-week basis. Okay, recap. First overall to the Panthers, Bryce Young. Second, Texans take Will Anderson Jr. Titans move up to take Will Levis. Colts, Anthony Richardson. Jalen Carter falls to the Seahawks at five. At six, Tyree Wilson falls to the Lions. Vikings jump all the way up from 23, take C.J. Stroud. Devin Weatherspoon goes to the Falcons. Skaronsky at nine goes to the Bears at 10. The Eagles 
select Lucas Van Ness. The Cardinals would move back to 11, take Paris Johnson Jr. Back-to-back Ohio State picks with Jackson Smith and Jigba at 12 with the Texans in their second first-round pick. They swapped with the Jets in the Aaron Rodgers deal. So at 13, Green Bay takes Broderick Jones out of Georgia. Pats followed up with another tackle in the SEC, Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. Jets continue to give Aaron Rodgers weapons. Notre Dame's tight end, Michael Mayer. Commanders building the defense with Joey Porter Jr. Another cornerback after that out of Oregon follows with Pittsburgh Steelers. Joe leaves the set to take one of his calls. You're seeing it live in action. Another DB, Brian Branch, Lions, Hendon Hooker, quarterback to the Buccaneers. Defensive back, again, corner, Seahawks. Chargers get Bijan. Ravens get Quentin Johnston. Banks, corner out of Maryland, goes to the Raiders. Osiris Torrance, guard, stays in Florida with the Jaguars. Zay Flowers stays in the Northeast, wide receiver to the Giants. Dalton Schultz is replaced by Dalton Kincaid, tight end out of Utah to the Cowboys. Jordan Addison goes to join Diggs and Davis in Buffalo as the third receiver. The Bengals get bigger and more help on the offensive side of the football with Darnell Washington out of Georgia, tight end. Surprise pick, according to all, but a very Saints pick, as Joe said. Derek Hall, edge. Auburn going to the Saints at 29. Colts trade back into the first round, get Jalen Hyatt Hyatt at 30. And the Chiefs take a second running back in the last five years. They already already took Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That hasn't panned out. Pacheco's a guy we like, but Joe said an offensive player. Jameer Gibbs going 31 to the Chiefs. On the board heading into day two, still Nolan Smith, Kalaja Kansi, Miles Murphy, Will McDonald, four Ozuma, out of Kansas State. Breezy. Clemson. Ryan Mercy, yes. There's a lot of really good defensive players still on the board. You just said Kansi. You just said Kansi? Yeah. Yeah. Kansi. Pit, pit, yeah. Drew Sanders linebacker. DJ Turner, who I mentioned at the top of the show, Michigan. There's a bevy of good Cam Smith, Yeah. Who we Cam Smith we interviewed. Jack Campbell, linebacker, Iowa. Ringo. Daisy Smith. Yes. Ringo. Like so many good defensive players in day two. It's a very deep draft, which is one of the reasons I had the Eagles already in the first round trading back, trying to get more picks. The more day two picks you have in this draft, which I think the Raiders would have acquired with the Minnesota Vikings deal, the better, in my opinion. All right, guys. Good tradition. Tradition like unlike any other. That's also the daily show. Any final thoughts from you guys? Um, yeah, I mean, just best of luck to Big Joe Jamoke on his special big day. Yeah, I know. Um, sorry that he couldn't give the fans a, a proper goodbye. Out. Yeah, I know. Just walked right in front of the camera and took his call. Yeah, thank you. Shout he's a, out. He's a busy man. He's a busy man. He honestly may have just set that up. Probably. Probably. To could show it, you how busy he was. Could yeah, be, and could anyone be. who's watching or listening, he's busy. MKJ. You never know with Joe, but... Thank you for joining us. Hit your free throws because they're free. We'll see you guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.